We recording? Yes. Abby, are you recording? Yes, I am. Our distributed system is now up and working. We are time synchronized and ready for communication to Three, occur. two, one, mark. I don't know what I was referring to there. All right. So speaking of time, let us return to the past, the distant past. Cue the dubstep. Oh, I should have been cue the music. That's okay. That's lame. I'm okay. I'll have to edit that so that it sounds like I said it properly. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's recap what we've got in our uh, in our past village, our village in the past. We got central heating. We got central. We got water. We have waste removal. Mm-hmm. We have ref- We have electricity. Rudimentary refrigeration. We have mm-hmm. so yeah. We have electricity. We have light. Yep. Um, we're living large. Yeah. So we've kind of up until now assumed that we can just get stuff from places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easily. Everything is locally available. Yeah. It's Amazon. <laughs> the past Amazon drones. <laughs> it's okay. We just assume that sometime in the future, Amazon develops the ability to send packages back in time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like Amazon instant. Yeah. <laughs> before you before you as soon as you hit pay it appears at your desk having already been there for like an hour alexa i would like copper ore <laughs> yeah that would kind of invalidate this whole thing it's like alexa i would like a 2016 honda H- hrv yeah <laughs> it just suddenly appears Perfect. that solves our tra- transportation problems so before we get to transportation i have one thing i went to the museum on wednesday Ah, with the cool. museum. The museum, and I was perusing the Roman um, exhibit, which is tiny given the other exhibits. But I guess it's substantial based on what the size that other exhibits are. But that's not the point. Um, <laughs> I'm getting sidetracked. The point is that uh, we're doing all right. Yeah, looking through the Roman exhibit, like they they had pretty intricate glass blowing. Okay, which is good. good. Um, they had copper. It came from Cyprus, but they had copper. All right. All right. Um, and also, which is part of what we're going to talk about today, is how you get copper from Cyprus to our house in Rome. Whether or not Cyprus is part of the Roman Empire where we live or not, that's a different. Uh, we haven't never really decided where we li- where we're living in in the Roman Empire, but um, I don't think we fixated subtypes. too much on like where we are. No, but yeah, we just said back in the day. The crux of the argument is going to be that nowhere has everything. Mm-hmm. You're going to mm-hmm. have to get stuff from point A to point mm-hmm. B somehow. So my, my one last closing thing that I, I was going to mention was that in terms of metallurgy, there was quite a bit of metallurgy. There was uh, obviously they had like copper and, and uh, that sort of stuff that we, we were talking about up until now. But one thing that was interesting was that I discovered that the the majority of what things were made out of was bronze. So like bronze was the go to metal. OK. If you were going to make something, they made pots, pans, belts, buckles, brooches, statues. All, everything was made out of, for the most part, a lot of things are made of bronze. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, they did have the ability, I, I discovered by looking at a Roman beaker, to make tin bronze alloys, which was kind of interesting. Hmm. Okay. All right. So we have, we have metallurgy going on. Yeah. So assuming that we know the mix of metals that we need, 
to make something with a particular property, they should be able to do it. Yeah. And silver and gold and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff too. I think even to a certain extent, iron. Well, I, yeah. it would depend on, like, the big thing with iron was getting the temperature of the furnace up to a high enough temperature, right? Mm-hmm. So the concept is there. It would just be a question of figuring out how to get a high enough yeah, temperature. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, based on what I saw, they did use iron, but it was more bronze because it's probably easier to do. Right. It'd be a question of making, like, a blast furnace or something. Yeah. Which we could talk about as well, but not today. No, today we are mm-hmm. transporting. All right. So both to the past and both temporarily and geographically, <laughs> we have been transported and now we need to transport objects within that temporal period. Yep. Which I think at the time was pretty much entirely beasts of burden. Yeah. Yeah. Horses and people carts and people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Probably a lot of slavery. We'd, we'd like to not re- resort to that as our transportation solution. No, no. <laughs> Unless we are the slaves that transport ourselves places using human power. I guess. If we could come up with, like... Well, okay. That's <coughs> uh, that's actually maybe not a bad place to start. Could we make, like, a bicycle? Because that'd be way simpler to get going than trying to, like, make a motorized contraption. I mean, the problem with a bicycle is that if you're someone of significant heft, as as I am, making a bicycle out of metal is doable but it's either going to be extremely heavy or it's going to break because the reason why they make bicycles originally out of tempered steel and now out of aluminum for the most part as well as stuff like carbon fiber is because it's both light and strong yeah light and strong is hard to do back in the day okay maybe even wood actually would be the best place to go i was gonna say wood is is what we probably use wood bikes exist today even yeah they they make bamboo bikes yeah that's cool Get, like, do we do we take some some liberties and say that we could theoretically grow bamboo? <laughs> I, I, like, what are the chances? How do you get you... bamboo if you don't have a bicycle? <laughs> <laughs> now we're in a chick, chicken and the egg argument yeah. here, because uh, I mean, like, okay, we could use regular wood. We don't have to use Just like bamboo. Yeah. Carve carve a bicycle out of a solid piece of wood. Well, no, you you, yeah. you you bind it together and then you use like the equivalent of glue or whatever they have to do joining. And I'm pretty sure they have glue. I mean, yeah. glue is just like, there are a bunch of different kinds of glue, but mm-hmm. I mean, all, mm-hmm. all the stuff you need to make an organic adhesive is there. You've got horses and stuff, so you can, you can make glue. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 it's all connected. Like uh, at least most of the wood glues are just, yeah, made out of animal connected tissue at the time, probably. Okay. So a bicycle, you, you need a frame, which mm-hmm. is easy enough. It's just a, 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 strut, a series of struts. Yeah, and trial and error, you can figure out geometry and stuff like that because it's, it's not that yeah. hugely complicated. Um, mm-hmm. So I think the big challenges would be making the chain. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, you're gonna ha- it's going to be a, fixed, a fixie because doing something like, uh, uh, what's it called? The mechanism on the back, the ratcheting mechanism. Le railleur, uh, whatever. Flywheel? No, I. Whatever. No, it's well, it's a gear. It's a variable gearing system. No, 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 no. Just, just the the pure coast, like the coasting mechanism. Oh, the, the ratcheting system. I think it's called a. It's something like a flywheel or something. Well, it's got a name. You yeah. mean so like yeah, you have to be constantly turning. It, you you got a you got a fixed ratio, and there isn't a free spinning. Yeah. Gear system at the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be the spinning parts that are going to be hard, like having the equivalent of a bottom bracket and the equivalent of a chain ring and the equivalent of something that allows you... I mean, if, if you're doing a fixie, you don't need that ratcheting mechanism. So you could basically just have a chain, two um, chain rings, which are also like gears. I'm wondering... And then something that holds, that lubricates and maintains that friction surface like a bottom bracket would. But I'm wondering, like, for 
like our manufacturing ability, if I had to make it out of wood, I'm wondering if a uh, like a drive shaft driven system Ooh. might be easier. Mm. BMW style. Yeah, like just because like making a chain, especially out of questionably strong metals, might yeah. might be iffy. And like while we learned from Victor that you can like hand file gears, I, I I'm not sure that I'd want to rely on that either. Whereas I figure we could probably make fairly beefy wood, like ninety degree in, interlacing wood gears. Mm-hmm. Even if it was like probably the, you know like the really simple ones where you just have a disc and then you have wooden pegs that come out of the disc and they interlace and they interlace at ninety degree angles. Like yeah. I think that would probably work. Uh, maybe a tricycle for that then. Rather than a bicycle would be easier. It would also make more sense for yeah. if, if you're going to transport absolutely uh, materials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's absolutely true. Actually, Gil, uh, uh, Victor's team created uh, a human-powered vehicle for a utility competition, and it was a tricycle. Yeah. So I think that would mm. make more the, like the most sense then, because then yeah. So you got your pedals, and then you got a disc on your pedal axle. That's got little teeth on it, and then a, a sh- gear shaft that goes back. Because the nice thing then too is you can put your drive shaft right in the middle, and because it's a tricycle, you can just widen out the wooden frame. Because um, one of the things I'd be worried about <laughs> with a wooden frame for like a traditional bicycle design is that it's fairly in line. There's not a lot of lateral stabilization going on there because mm-hmm. you're relying on the ability of the metal or carbon fiber or whatever to resist torsion. And like welds are pretty solid, but glue would be far less likely to be super solid in that way. Yeah. So that I think that would make it'd be easier to manufacture out of. I think you could probably make it entirely out of wood. Then mm-hmm. I don't know what the longevity of it would be. I mean, wood longevity it depends on the wood. Like cedar lasts forever because it's cedar, so it depends. But you're not going to make a a bicycle out of cedar, so it depends on. <laughs> You can seal it and stuff like that. Like you can cover it with with an equivalent of like a lacquer or something, and yeah, it, be fine. It'd be the like the mm-hmm. where the you'd, you'd have a trade off with the gears. Yeah, that's, between that's, like the transmission's going to be tricky, right? Because the bigger the gears are, the lower the force that you need. What about a belt? Use a, like a leather belt instead of a chain. Um. Yeah. I mean, then you need springs. Like you need something to tension it, right? I suppose suppose so because i mean the belt I mean, the belt's if, if gonna not, stretch if it's not perfectly tight that it gives you a, a kind of a uh, clutch as well which is kind of nice gives you like a limited slip clutch yeah um i okay that's another option um like mm-hmm. the, the the big thing with like if you if you look at old school belt driven uh machinery like there's always a lot of ability to adjust the distance between like you'll have your motor sitting over here with a belt and the motor actually is physically on on a slide so you can push it out to tension the belt and stuff like that well you can do that too you just have to move the where your your crank set is okay so you just you you just have an ability to move the rear axle relative to the center Mm -hmm. so that you can tension your belt Mm -hmm. i guess the other option there would be to make it so that the like when you sat on the bicycle or loaded down the bicycle, there was like a hinge structure in the middle, so that the weight of pushing down the bicycle put tension on the belt. Yeah, and then you then then you don't need a spring; that's you're true. just that's relying cool. on yeah. like gravity. Yeah, that's really neat. Uh, and that would save you having to use gears. So I mean, either one would work. I think I think we could come yeah, up with like, a, like a three bar linkage or something that pushes. Yeah, that could work. I mean, even a spring is not bad. You just take a piece of metal and bend it like a single leaf spring. Yeah. The only problem with that is I don't know how good like bronze is at making mm-hmm. Le- leaf springs are pretty. 
they're all tempered metals, right? Yeah. They're all usually usually like spring steel is steel. Obviously. I mean, you would you would need. I mean, the the wood itself would offer some suspension too for for ride ride quality because there's a reason why bicycles have tires and suspension and stuff like that is because if you're just riding on wooden wheels on a wooden rigid frame, you're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah. Well, I I, I remember watching a thing on the History Channel back when the History Channel actually had educational TV. And it had a thing <laughs> about uh, they were trying to recreate a chariot from probably about this time period in, in history. And one of the things they had done was you had the spokes of the wheels on the chariot were made out of flexible wood. And so when you when the chariot rolled, it actually was um, the center of the wheel was eccentric. Uh, hmm. so it, it offered some springiness, oh, neat. uh, but it meant that when you parked the chariot, you had to park it upside down. Like you had to take it off the wheels to let it sit. Cause if you, if it sat uh, still, then it deformed the wood and the wheels were no longer. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think we could probably do something yeah. like that if we were able, if we had like, you'd have to put it up on chocks basically when you parked it. Yeah. A little bike stand. Abby sent us an amazing link of a, of a wooden bike. That's super cool. What is it? We'll put it in the show notes. It's a it's a bicycle made of wood with like giant gears to for transmission. Oh, cool. Yeah. We'll put it in the show notes. That's really neat. That's something <laughs> we could probably steal and emulate if we needed to. Yeah. Um I, uh, the solid wood wheels look like they'd make for an uncomfortable ride though. Yeah, especially on, on dirt and gravel roads, which I assuming is most of what they had back at or cobblestone. Oh god. Cobblestone would, would be, be the awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I mean if it's a tricycle, you can have like an actual bench seat with cushions and stuff like that. You don't need to necessarily have the same. Um by the way, real time follow up. It's called a freewheel. That's what I was trying to think about. Freewheel. Not, not a flywheel. Freewheel. Okay. Yeah. I knew it wasn't a flywheel, because yeah. I know what a flywheel is and it's not that. But. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I think we could build something that wouldn't be the worst experience for you to to manually pedal your way to different places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would we attach like, a, a cart or something to it? Because we want to haul stuff. Well, if it's a tricycle, then you have like you could put a bed over the rear axle, and it would probably mm-hmm. not be terrible. I mean, you, okay. you, you don't need brakes, and you're not going to be able to carry anything too heavy. Otherwise, your your piddly one human power is not going to get the job done. But the advantage to the tricycle also is you can just you can use like way simpler like braking mechanisms. Like you can have just like an arm that pushes on the top of the wheels or something. What if what a tricycle built for three? Like what if it's like collaborative? Oh, because it's like a like a tandem or yeah. like you mm-hmm. got a bunch of people. Yeah. Or what's those like the 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 ones you see that they look like a car, but they're basically just four seats that have. Yeah, exactly. Or the, or oh, the, yeah. Or the ride the, the cancer ones. big bike one. Where yeah, it's like exactly. Thirty pedaling all together. Yeah. I don't know. Would that be, I guess, belt drive? You could make it. You could do that then. You wouldn't have the ability. Again, everyone would have to be pedaling at the same speed all the time. Yeah. Which wouldn't actually be the end of the world. No. You can share the load. Mm. Maybe, maybe like yeah. you, maybe you have a, no, that's, that's not going to work. I was going to say maybe you have like a horse drawn carriage and you also supplement the horse by pedaling <laughs> just to make it feel better. It <laughs> seems kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Does, does it make sense to, have a vehicle that just uses um rather that's on the ground does it make sense to maybe have some sort of network maybe like, like a train like build... tracks or a oh. road or a specific like it, like it a might monorail? be faster and smoother i don't know <laughs> the monorail a pedal based monorail <laughs> actually that would probably make that would make a lot of the design issues simpler in terms of like you don't need suspension but you do have to be able to maintain like a rail system 
So I'm not sure what the trade-off is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, they do have roads. It's extensive roads. So despite the fact that they all lead to Rome, you can, you can <laughs> leverage those to a certain extent, but you'd, you'd have to convince a lot of bureaucracy to allow you to put rails in the middle of their roads and stuff like that. Well, I mean, rails make sense for something like if you've got a mine or something and you need to move really heavy things to a very specific location, like moving rocks out of a mine into to wherever you're going to like smelt the metal. That makes sense to have mm-hmm. to have a rail system or something like a dedicated system because you you've got two very specific locations to move inform, like move stuff between. That might mm-hmm. be that might be a place where it would make sense to have mechanical advantage for. Ooh, we could build like a traction system. <laughs> have you seen those? Like you know that you know the the trains, the ones that go up the mountains that are on tracks, but they're like geared tracks. Yeah. So that goes up at like a forty five degree angle. That'd be kind of cool. You can make a, you can make almost like a, a human powered like, inc- traction train. Is that what they're called? I think so. Anyway, that'd be cool. Yeah. As especially if you're if you're doing like assuming our mining at, at this point is basically just like open pit strip mining, right? So you'd have to mm-hmm. get stuff up out of there. You could do it pro- maybe more efficiently that way than having like a big ramp and pulling it up with a cart. Mm-hmm. I mean the the inclinator that I have experience with at a cottage that I've been to is sort of more like an elevator where there's a single motor with a cable that pulls it up and lets it down. Yeah. So I guess mm-hmm. at that point, then you might as well, since since the motor can stay put, you can go to like steam power. So then there's not sure. as much point of having like human power um, yeah. or even just like animal could, power, could but like walking a in a circle. Um, maybe. I mean, yes, you could, we could, we could definitely build like a turbine steam engine. I mean, you're, it, there's a lot of pressure you have to try to mitigate in a steam engine with like a boiler and stuff like that. But well, I mean, mm-hmm. you can have, it depends on, depends on how <coughs> it depends on if we're building a gearing system, you could run a relatively low pressure steam engine. It would just run slowly, which is it would fine. crawl along. Um, Cause I mean the, 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 cha- the trade off is like how high your pressure is versus the size of the piston you need uh, in order to drive it. Mm-hmm. So theoretically, if if you're okay with having a larger piston head space, then it wouldn't be the end of the world. And wear and tear is probably pretty reasonable with materials like bronze and stuff like that. I mean, it's I haven't the slightest clue, but it'd be interesting. To try. You have animal <laughs> lubricant and stuff like that. <laughs> well, I, I I don't know. Could you make a could you make a piston drive out of bronze and brass and various metal things? Brass is good because brass is, I think, to a certain extent, self lubricating. I don't know about bronze and iron and stuff like that yeah i think iron is probably bad iron would corrode pretty badly and you're not going to get nice like fitting in like a piston head fitting yeah. nicely tight enough to get really good another thing i learned at the museum is that they used to do casting a lot too so that's a process that's nice that you can leverage to a certain extent too oh for making mm-hmm. like complex shapes out of metal yeah like like vases and stuff like that yeah and, and like i'm trying to think if there's another way we could turn steam power into motion without needing like a piston like the the steam train piston kind of because i think we could build it i think we have the technical knowledge to figure out how to make a steam piston system i'm not sure that the metal is up to it at the time (coughs) i mean for that matter if we have electricity can we make a like a streetcar with electric motor theoretically i mean Hmm. uh transmission again becomes an issue because you have to run like high voltage power lines but well, okay, so let's let's, let's can, look at... I don't think we can make a battery. We but. should be able to, but it would be a chemical battery. We wouldn't be storing electrical energy so much as generating it locally. Yeah. And you would need a lot of it in order to get enough voltage to get 
like sufficient torque. Um, or, the, or the two use a steam engine to power an electric motor. Uh, no, sorry, electric generator. But yeah, well, that's what we're already doing, right? Yeah. The idea is we have yeah. a central location where you're yeah, bo- yeah, you got yeah, a boiler. Yeah. The boiler is driving. You're generating steam power. So at this point with what we the ability we would have to generate electricity and to drive you'd probably basically be thinking of the uh you'd have an ac generator that you'd be driving and then you would have an ac motor that would be coupled to that ac power so it'd be a synchronized motor uh so the speed of your vehicle would be controlled by the speed of your generator yeah what that would allow you to do if we had like a lo- like a, a stream or something is that you could create like you could create AC power on a grid from like hydroelectric that would drive like a vehicle that would just travel at a constant speed, mm-hmm. basically driven by the speed of the river. Um, but distance still becomes an issue because you're still you're still doing transmission, which is only so far with the technology we have on hand. Like you still need something if you're going to go. It depends on whether we're worried. Kilometers. Yeah, it depends on whether we're worried about like killing people with by electrifying rails and stuff. Yeah, because theoretically, then if we're if we're okay with having two rails near each other with, with uh, electric potential between them, it would probably kill a lot of animals. It'd be bad. Also, the resistance builds up. Like to a, at a certain point, you you no longer have power unless you have like substations and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, like copper, copper is still fairly like you, we can work with copper, and copper has got a pretty good permittivity. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you made your rails out of copper. Then. a lot of copper it's a lot of copper i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm in no way saying that this would be like yeah. feasible for a large-scale thing yeah. i feel like we're, i feel like for for local um movement like doing something like an elevator or an inclinator or something that can move materials around that makes sense but i think ultimately if you're going to do long distance like thousands of kilometers you need something self-contained yeah um mm-hmm. I, I think we could still do i, I Given the metals that you that we have to work with, I think we can make a steam engine, a piston-driven steam engine. Okay, let's let's assume for a second that we can create the actual piston system that would turn the steam power, like steam pressure, into uh, rotational. Like, how would you? How would we build like a steam truck? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know if this is unique to. Ontario, where we went to school, but most engineering students, I believe, at least I did, and I think other people do, build a steam engine when they take thermo in undergrad. I didn't build one, but I've I saw one working. Okay, we we had to build one out of like pop cans and balloons and stuff, and a candle. Okay, like a it's a particular type of sorry, Is that not a, a steam engine. My my bad. Sorry, it's a a thermal engine, like a Stirling engine. A Stirling engine, yeah. Because a Stirling engine might actually, I don't know, could could, could you make a it it, ha- it would have to be really big. Sterling engines aren't aren't great for uh, yeah for right. like thermal energy. It's to gonna be big. torque. Yeah. So for those who don't know, a Sterling engine works by having two two chambers, a hot chamber and a cold chamber. That you the hot chamber you've got your your heat source, and then there is a piston inside that pushes air from the hot chamber to the cold chamber or some other fluid from the hot chamber to the cold chamber, such that as the fluid in the hot chamber expands, it pushes on a piston, which then displaces that fluid into the cold chamber where it cools down, which causes it to contract, which pulls the piston back, which drives it into the hot chamber. Yeah. So that contraction basically powers like a membrane that pulls on, uh, 
on a, a, a lever system that pulls the the piston back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I wonder if we could like, be, okay. Part of the reason why Sterling engines are so huge generally is because they're running on just like hot air. I wonder if you could get away, if you could make it more like efficient Ooh. by using like a, a, a fluid with a larger, like that expands more when you heat it up. Then, hmm. then you don't, then you're not actually at the point where it's boiling necessarily if it's water, but you might Isn't get it? more torque out of it. What about like I, I have no idea because it's been a long, long time since I've done any of this. But wouldn't something like oil, because of its heat capacity, have a harder time cooling down fast enough? That's true. I mean, that's part of the reason why air works so well is that when it moves out of the hot chamber, it immediately cools down a lot yeah, faster. Yeah, if it doesn't, then you're going to mm. sit there for waiting for your second stroke for quite a while. That's true. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's not the best solution. Okay, so I think we. I think but you're something. St- but a steam engine or a Stirling engine or some kind of heat thermal engine because i mean you can build one of those like the the really simple steam engines you see as like a kit Mm -hmm. where it's just uh you've got two sides of the piston and depending on the angle of the piston housing the pressured air goes in one entrance or or the other and pressurizes one side or the other of the piston so that's actually fairly easy to build structurally and i think we could make it work out of the material we have so the question is could we build a pressure vessel and where would would we, would we just have like a fire in the back in the back yeah. of our of our car? I mean, there, it, this is Probably, there's yeah. lots of wood around. I mean, I don't think we're gonna have a f- problem finding wood and water. What are we gonna make the car out of so it doesn't like catch fire when we like start it up? Well, no, you have it like you have some kind of insulation between the, the engine <laughs> and, and your wooden cart. Okay, and and yeah, insulation the people made the out of what? materials and the. <laughs> I was I gonna say, know. like, what, what, how, how how do we isolate the part that's on fire from the rest of the vehicle, which we want to not be on fire? Animal hair and and metal. I don't know. Well, metal is thermally conductive, and I think animal hair burns. <laughs> Asbestos. Don't die. Um, would we be able to make fiberglass? I mean, asbestos would definitely work because it's, but it's like it's like Roxel. It's just a, it's a rock fiber, right? Yeah, I don't know how you find asbestos. It's just that asbestos is naturally fibrous, whereas most rocks are not. I don't feel like it's the kind of thing you wander into a cave and go like, huh, asbestos, <laughs> and just like take a chunk of it. And it feels, I feel like it's a more involved process than that. It's um, not like Minecraft where you're like, ooh, that's a funny looking block, and you break tink, it. Tink, tink. And it's like you've got to wander <laughs> asbestos. <laughs> um, I, could we make fiberglass? I think we probably could. What's the resin? Oh, yeah, you can you can make some sort of. Like, well, we don't, you don't even don't even need resin. It's just a matter of like <coughs> you make really fine glass fibers, and then you like you let the glass thread, and then you let it sort of fall into. It's it's got to be really really fine glass threads, fine enough that they have they can just sort of like pile up. Like it wouldn't even need to be like modern fiberglass where it's like oh, a, I see. Where it's like a fabric. It would just be like you just a pile make, of glass. You, it's a it's a pile of glass well, fibers. We well, just do use ceramic. I guess you could make a like just a like a a porous ceramic insulator. Yeah, like a pottery. You make a pottery. Actually, you know what? We could probably floor. just find some places that's got volcanoes and just get a bunch of like pumice stone or something. Mm, yeah, because mm. I mean that would be full of air. That's what we'll do. We'll go to Pompeii because <laughs> they know about things being on fire. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, I think that would actually work. Okay, so that would you put a layer of some sort of porous stone? It doesn't add a huge amount of weight because it's full of air theoretically. Between the fire and the parts of the things you not want to not be on fire. <laughs> the fire and the not fire. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, the, the vessel, it depends on what... I, I don't know offhand my metallurgical 
melting points, but I'm assuming that with like a regular wood fire, you're not going to get too close to melting bronze or something like that. I I can only assume you need, or especially like some of the other materials. That well, you can design, yeah, yeah, design the the place you're burning the wood so you have the ability to control the airflow. Um, like you build yourself a metal pan or something, but then you have controlled airflow yeah. into. You, you, could, you, you only have, need like a hundred and hundred hundred and ten degrees Celsius, so you're not. You're not doesn't have to be hugely hot. And the, and the temperature of the vessel is going to be moderated by the water. What you got to watch out for is if you boil your uh, your pressure vessel dry, then it can yeah. get above boiling. Yeah. And then you then you might melt your whole engine down. Yeah. Then then you get bad fire. Bad fire. Well, then you, yeah, then you have bits of you have molten metal flowing in through your wooden cart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then I mean for transmission, like I would worry about things like like joints and lubrication and oil and the stuff that makes things go without falling apart for long distances but i think that with like animal fat and reasonable like castings and fittings and stuff you could probably build up some kind of mechanism that transmits that piston through one of the big turny wheels to something that you can use big turny wheels <laughs> like the classic steam engine where you have your piston then you have the arm that comes off it's attached to one side of a of a of a, of a disc Okay, you're, you're like your main drive wheel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The turning that, wheel. That would actually make sense as a flywheel because that's the thing that yes. you want that spinning so it'll keep <laughs> the keep the, the piston moving to the next position. Yeah. And then we get back to the problem of making gears. But again, you can use a belt drive if you want to gear down or gear up your your ratio to whatever you're gonna you're gonna drive on. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it's just I guess I think guess then it's a matter of like you run. Until your water level gets too low and then you stop, you open up your pressure vessel, fill it with water again, close it, and you got to wait for it to heat up before you go. So you'd be driving in little, like, hops. Yeah. I, I don't as actually, good as you can get, probably. Probably with the technology we've got. I mean, at that point, I don't know if it's any better or worse than just riding a horse until the horse is tired and then waiting for a bit until the horse isn't tired anymore. But Yeah. I mean, mm. it has the advantage there that you don't have to, like, care for horses. Yeah. I, I, I'm not 100% certain that on any of what we've come up with is better than just the horse yeah, it, doesn't, it just sounds more complicated. <laughs> but these are engineering solutions. Yeah. My, my <laughs> expectation is that it's not going to be faster, necessarily. It, it, would, it would be interesting, because that's what I was thinking about the like the like your inclinator and that, because those are jobs that, that at least there's a mechanical advantage to. Sure. Uh, so it's simpler than doing things like... But even then, like if you got a strip mine, you just like have a cart. But it would, it would allow you to do things like like pit mining that you wouldn't be able to do with like animals, even if you're just using animal power to drive like a gear system mm-hmm. that would lift things out of a pit. Did they have rubber? Because your last the last issue I can think of is going to be that without something like a leaf spring suspension, the whole thing is going to shake itself apart once it gets going mm. on a cobblestone road or something like that. So, like, do they have any kind of spongy material you can use as some kind of well, tire? There, there are trees that bleed latex. I just I don't know where in the world those grow, like the rubber mm. trees. There are rubber trees. The question is whether we can find them and whether we can turn the latex that comes out of the tree into like usable rubber. Mm. I mean, what else has that kind of rubbery quality? In I can't think of anything offhand in nature. You would make like... it. I mean, like a lot of you could make tires out of like leather, I guess. I mean, you could even probably make some kind of suspension just using wood. Because wood's pretty, pretty um, plastic can plastically deform pretty well. Like it's like make wood leaf springs. Yeah, it w- it would be fine for a while. Yeah, it w- wouldn't be have really long longevity. I would no. think probably not. If it, when it dries out, it'll start to to get brittle. But yeah, mm. 
Um, you keep it coated with like animal fat. It should last a while. Well, I mean like bow, like a bow for a bow and arrow is, yeah. is just a big wooden spring. Yeah. So exactly. I, I think that's probably reasonable. Actually trees are constantly doing that, right? You see that they sway in the wind. Mm-hmm. That's, they're just like being plastic. All right. I think we've, we've come up with a whole bunch of ideas. Yeah. I don't know if any of them are actually solution. Yeah, I, think, I don't think, I think so. I think, I think maybe we have to return to this one and pick a specific thing we want to solve. Like we want to like get we want to make here. a boat, or we want to make a car, or something. Yeah, we, or we want or like, like personal short term transportation versus like long haul transportation. Well, I think we got a something. good like. I think the bicycle is a good personal short term transportation. It's yeah. much lower maintenance than having a horse. I agree. Uh, and you could you could use it to travel long distances yourself, and basically you ride it all day, and then you park. Um, so I think we solved that problem. I'm not sure that we've come up with a good, like industrial transportation solution yet. Mm-hmm. So maybe we return to that. We'll go away. Think about it. Yeah. For a while. I mean, you could, we could even get, go down the rabbit hole of like, we're going to make a hot air balloon to carry materials to different mm. parts of the world. Like there, hmm. we, we didn't even think about air. That's true. That's true. Hot air balloon is not great for being able to plan where you're going to go. <laughs> um, no, it takes some research, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just walk around with a big rope, just like dragging hot air balloon behind you. Well, then you need a steam engine on your hot air balloon that runs, that both generates the hot air and also has a propeller. And <laughs> builder sells a dirigible. Yeah. All right. That's a different show, I think. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, cut, ah. let's cut this off before we go too far that direction. Cool. All right. Good job, team. If you would like to let us know how wrong we are about the world, <laughs> you can find us on the intertubes at HowDoYouEnge. No, at howdoyou.engineer. Well, yes. At howdoyou.engineer is our <laughs> you, website. You called me out on that last time. <laughs> and our feedback at howdoyou.engineer. Yep. And on the social medias at howdoyouenge. Most of them. <laughs> we were doing so well with the outro before. <laughs>